Hello and welcome back to another episode of Biff Pal Bam. As always, I'm your host, Paul. And on this episode, we will be reviewing episode three of Miss Marvel, Destined. And joining me, as always, is Tony. Hello. And Josh. Amen. We all doing all right, boys? We're all fucking knackered, boys. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Uh, so if this is a little bit incoherent, um, there's your answer. We're all um, delusional with lack of fucking sleep. Yeah. So as I said, episode three, Destined. Let's dive straight into it. Um, I was quite surprised by the, the Moon Knight-like flashback. Mm. It felt well, very uh, much uh, like it. it was a scene that was being cut out of Moon Knight and just stuffed into the start of this. Although we did it, it did at least alleviate the family issues when we discovered that the new character was was um was the relative. Yeah, was, yeah, because that would have been so weird otherwise. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but I think the the big thing at that opening sequence was the ten bloody rings on the floor. Oh yeah, yeah that that shit me up. That that was a, yeah. a what the fuck moment. Yeah. I didn't spot it straight away, but um, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, definitely, and it's it's about the only thing that's tying it to the bigger picture at the moment. Yeah, uh, for me, um, so, I think but, it's just that's going to fold in somewhere, and it's only it's obviously links with Shang Chi, and also the end of that that credit scene of Shang Chi, and yeah, and that's yeah. it's just there's a sort of they're just bringing the connection threads together. I think of how she's going to probably tie up with the Marvels, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we get some nice comedy. Sorry. No, go on. No, I was just because do we think that was a Cree hand or was that just like the 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 Hindu deity? Yeah, or... I, yeah, I think so. I think it's just uh, I think it ties into that whole thing, doesn't it? With with them. Yeah. Um, and, and touching touching on that, um, we get some nice nice comedy with the. Uh, the new guys. Um, we won't spoil the um, the reveal that's a little bit later on. We'll talk about that yeah. when we get to it. Um, I'm I'm still not completely convinced by this change of origin story. Um, I still feel, feel like it's a little offhand. It is, but at the same time, I'm slightly confused. Around to it, it's just one just going to be one of them things. If they don't stick the landing, oh, I was not happy with it in the bigger picture anyway. Yeah, at the just, minute, I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah, mm. I just I I still feel they've they've taken another story from somewhere else that has absolutely nothing to do with that and and tried to tie it in. Um, which I'm not convinced. Of. I wonder whether it's all going to fold back to the Cree. I wonder whether. Terragenesis is in the background somewhere and we just haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I wonder if that may be the route they're going to go down, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. Um, we get more of Bruno hating on Comran. Mm. <laughs> um, I think that's going to be an ongoing thing throughout this these last few episodes. Um, and then they... Um, don't you, it's just a... I'm going to pick up on something that I wrote later on and it just, and I said to you boys the other day, I'm enjoying the show. Don't get me wrong, but it just seems like a, 
a fun, nice moment in pop culture, this series, and nothing really more to me. Um, I'd like all the, the characters, but it just doesn't, it doesn't feel big picture to me. Um, and just kind of feels like it's on its own, um, kind of, I know it's leading to the Marvels at some point and we'll get that at the end, I'm sure. Um, but at the moment it just, it doesn't feel like it's connected. Like I know a lot of people would probably say Hawkeye wasn't, but I feel that's got more bigger picture with Echo coming along with Kingpin being in it, well, with it being, being linked to, to Daredevil and, and things like this. This just doesn't, have uh, an overarching feeling of being in the MCU. It could be anything. Mind you, the, you, you could say the same of Moon Knight to some extent as well. I you could, feel but that, that but, still feels like it's attached to what we've seen already. Mm, like, mm. it feels like it could be attached to Blaze, the Eternals, and, and things like that. Whereas this just... I think it's kind of trying to straddle being a story about a teenager, but also trying to, to grab this mythology. And, and that's kind of where it's screwing up for me. And it just it kind of sits in no man's land. Mm-hmm. While I'm enjoying it, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't grab me. Yeah. And not in a, not in a bad way. It's just the fact that it doesn't feel like it's got it both its feet in one spot. So would it, would it be sort of the feeling be that you, from what you've seen so far, then you don't feel like you're missing anything from the MCU if you hadn't watched it? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it just doesn't, doesn't grab me. Um, mm. And... Carrying on, just, I thought I'd throw that in there now because yeah. we've got a scene coming up that, that kind of ties it to, to what I'm saying about it being a nice moment in, in pop culture. Um, yeah. I did actually really feel this episode was a very slow burn as well. Um, until the wedding comes along, it doesn't, it doesn't really go anywhere. Um, it's all, all the, the back end of the, the episode. Yeah. Um, where we get anything that's kind of moving the story on. Like, it, what we saw at the beginning could have been at the end of the last episode. Yeah. And also, that, that it's a really quick turnaround for them to being our possible saviours, to being our enemies, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, we don't of get a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, again, I, I thought they were... Um, the the mum being toned down again. She's she's far better in these last two episodes than she was in the opening one. I thought mm. she was really overbearing in the first one, um, mm. but by this point, I I quite like her. Um, yeah. And then something else we've touched on on pretty much every episode, uh, we get the return of the the on screen texts, which I still like. I, I still think yeah, that's well, a really they're... clever ploy. I saw this point out somewhere else as well, that they have changed in nature the last couple of episodes. But that first episode, she's very sort of very teeny and teenage and trying to find a place. But now she's got a little bit more of a, 
of a kind of a grasp of, her, of, of what she might be, and 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 that's portrayed in a more adult way now. I think with those because you see you've seen those in other shows and films doing that, yeah. haven't they? They've adopted that bit. So I think that's what yeah. what we're seeing now. That that kinetic Scott Pilgrim stuff of the first episode. Yeah, has disappeared a little bit because she's changing as well. And I think that's only yeah. a good thing. But then we do get the the annoying uh, announcement of the wedding in the middle of the uh, screen straight afterwards. I'm like, come on, we know what it is. We don't need a great big announcement in the middle of the screen as to what's going on. Um, and then then we get a, a, a little bit of father and son. Which we haven't yeah. seen a lot of, which was which was quite nice. I quite like that relationship. Um, so it was nice to see see a bit more of that. But then we get the, the scene that I pretty much explains exactly what I meant about a nice moment in pop culture is the dance scene. Yeah, because <laughs> it pretty much feels like you could put that in the middle of any episode of a TV show about a Muslim family. Mm. Yeah. And while it's fun to watch, it's like that is, that is pretty much pop culture um, when it comes to Muslims, is that we get a, a, a Bollywood dance. Mm. They even throw it in the Eternals. <laughs> and it's, it just it does feel like that's pretty much the go-to and why it feels like it's, it's just a, a good moment in pop culture, um, mm. certainly for from, from Muslim families. Um, yeah. So there's something that I, I thought was quite funny, and I know we talked about it in the last episode uh, about Bruno and, and Kamala, but there seems to be something with Nakira as well between the two of them um, yes. in this episode. Yeah, yes. There, I picked up, yeah. yeah they there's, got, there's, a, there's a scene when he finishes the dance and he runs over to her and they kind mm. of nudge each other. And it's yeah. like, hmm, I wonder whether, whether Kamala goes off and then those two might end up together. Yeah, striking out with the one thing, make a place yeah. for the other one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, then we revert back to Bon Jovi, or Brown Jovi, as it is in this oh, case. That, that was one of the best guys. Uh, and, and then to, to set the fight scene to Bon Jovi as well. <laughs> I thought, And I really liked the fight scene in this. I thought it was yeah. really well put together. Very well choreographed, yeah. Yeah, and um, we got a proper hand stretch this time as well, didn't we? Of sorts. Yeah, yeah, I would raise up when that happened, which I still think is really, really cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> it's I know it's her big thing in the comics, but it's still it's still a bit cheesy. But um, I, I would argue that it's the same with Reed Richards. Anyway, it's a strange kind of power, and you've seen it in one or two different properties over the years. And it, it um, there was a, there was a was it Mr. Plastic Fantastic or something yeah. like that? similar yeah. character somewhere else. Yeah, and it, it's a kind of weirdly cheesy power anyway, isn't it? That you can just yeah, yeah, out of everything. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, I thought it was kind of similar in terms of the that fight scene in the the opening episode of Hawkeye at the auction. Mm. Mm. Um, I had a, very much a feeling of that, and um, I, I noted down that it, the fight scene kind of ends with a feeling of the stalking raptor in Jurassic Park, mm. where they're trying to hide from the raptor, and she was doing the same in this. I, I did love that before all, 
before all that kicks off, that the brother got a nice little moment though when he like she grabs the money out the pot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's I, I really am enjoying his character. I have to I have to be honest. And and like I said on episode two, I feel like I like some of the supporting characters more than I like her. Mm. Um, I don't know whether it is because she's super powered and the rest of them aren't. That they're just a little bit more human than she is. Mm. Um, that I, I quite like them. And then uh, who sees that coming? That damage control actually saved the day and stopped the yeah. fight. <laughs> Although it was, I thought actually, these villains are a bit of shit where they can be felled by a weapon in one go like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially seeing if she'd smacked them around with her giant hand. Yeah. And they were still standing. Yeah. And then they're, they're like, oh, yeah. but what a, what a cow the, um, uh, the other agent is, though. She just walks in the mosque with her bloody shoes yeah. on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I suppose it's a testament to the actress, though, that she's taken off such a good part that it does yeah. make you want to put your hand through the telly and slap her. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. really good. You know, I just, yeah. Most of respect, woman, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, just my final note is that I'm I'm quite looking forward to a possible new location mm. in the yeah. next episode. Um, I think it'll make a nice change because we have seen a lot of these these shows have kind of been set in these metrop- metropolitan cities, um, yeah. and I think Moon Knight works better once because he wasn't always in London. Yeah. He had different bits in different places, and I, I felt that works. We've already had Hawkeye set in in one place, um, and it just it just felt like this could be a nice change of pace for the yeah. show um, and, and give it a different feel than we've seen from from any of the other shows. Um, so I'm I'm quite looking forward to that. What I liked about that 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 closing scene and and it's kind of each episode. Is I kind of got no idea now, really, what direction the show's going. That's a good thing. First of all, we just thought it was going to be six parts of a coming of age story with no villain. Yeah. Then we think it might be damage control. Now we've got some eternal, eternal lights from like the 1990s comics. We, by the way, Josh, were you aware of that? Of them? What? Of which? The, um, the, what? What? The the, the four from the clandestine. I wasn't. I, the, the clandestine name rang a bell, but yeah. the. The whole thing of the gin rang more of a bell because, mm. um, like, it's the concept of like the bogeyman across pretty much yeah. all of mythology, creation, myths, things like that. So yeah. that that rang more of a bell because they're basically um, the Muslim vers- version of demons. That is what mm. is what I've got from a little bit of research I've done looking into them. Um, but at the clan, the clandestines themselves, the name rings a bell, but not so much as in like I could hear a reference about a, a very vague Spider-Man, Daredevil, Iron Man, Captain America villain, and go, oh, yeah. I know that one. Yeah. So it's well, not massive, but I quite like that he's pulling these out from right out off the shelf of the Encyclopedia of Marvel and yeah, throwing these ones in that not. I wanted to do the breakdowns I watch over the weekend and just said every, even the most hardcore Marvel fans would be straight onto Google after that episode. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, because I mean, he, he did the same with Guardians, didn't he? He plucked them randomly off the shelf and went, right, let's make a film about them. Became yeah. one of the greatest Marvel films of all time. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah so I, 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 
No, carry on. No, I was just saying, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, the, that we get these sort of directional shifts each week now. And the end of this episode makes it, what the hell are they now going to find when they go over there? Yeah. Where is episode four going to take us, not just geographically, but in terms of the story? So. Yeah. Yeah, and, the, and I think that is is the thing. So far, we've we've kind of had this mini explanation, mm. but this episode kind of goes against that, and it makes you think that, is this really the truth? Are they mm. telling her the truth? Because they've turned so quickly on her yeah. that it makes you wonder if there's something more to come that her grandmother's going to be able to tell her. Yeah, yeah see, that, that's the thing, because I was thinking... Oh, if these guys are going to turn out to be the villains of the series, then they might not give them the turn on Kamala until, you know, end of episode four, uh, end of episode five, even. Um, yeah. And then, like, that'll be the big end fight bit of episode six. But to do it so quickly, I was kind of like, yeah, there's more in this story than just they yeah. want to, like, rip the universe apart to get back to wherever they're from. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. Have you guys got anything else to add before we uh, we love them and leave them? No, I think because it was like I say, it was a funny episode. That the biggest core of the episode was the wedding, wasn't it? So yeah, and and I think it pretty much is the the third episode syndrome that I think we've come across in pretty much every series. Yeah, so, so far, third stroke midpoint episode, isn't it? Yeah, they've yeah. kind of had this sort yeah. of this. Well, they're not particularly terrible episodes, but they're sort of like... They're more of a dud than the others. Yeah. And they're mostly memorable for something which doesn't necessarily move the story forward, but it's it's a nice moment in, in its own self. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you remember them more for something that's inconsequential to the plot. Yeah, yeah like, like, just like because the grabbing the money. It was, it was a nice little bit of... Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, Bruno trying to do the pain, painfully trying to dance in the middle of that routine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Right, so I suppose on that note, we will head off. Thank you again, boys, for joining me, as always. No worries. Uh, listeners, remember to follow us on social media, um, BPB Podcast Productions uh, on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, where we post whenever a new show is live. If you're not subscribed to this show, go and do that and leave us a review. That helps immensely. And we will be back next week with episode four of Miss Marvel. <laughs>